Hello everyone and welcome back to Highness Talk, the royal podcast where we are talking about health, wealth, well-being, and all of that getting through this crazy thing we call life. My name is Sydney and I have these two beautiful ladies with me. I'm Tawny. I'm Nina. And we hope you all are doing amazing. Well, not too bad after last episode's <laughs> challenge. <laughs> so in this episode, we are going to do a continuation of our last episode of reparenting. So we'll just call this part two to kind of catch anyone up to what's going on. We want to talk about what is reparenting. So I would say reparenting is coming from that space of the needs that we talked about before, wanting to feel loved, needing to feel seen and heard, and having those those basic fundamental needs not being met. And now we're coming to a space of through healing and beginning that journey of really showing up and being that person that you needed before and now being that for yourself. Ooh, beautifully put. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so in this episode, we can get into what we touched on briefly at the end of our last episode, that there are four pillars, blocks, sections if you will of what reparenting is as a whole today of those two pillars excuse me of those four (laughs) pillars we're going to get into two of them which is discipline what that looks like why we need to go over that and also emotional regulation I know it sounds like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's get started. Yeah. Yeah. And discipline. How can someone work on self-discipline? That was one of the first things that came to my head. Nina, you want to share about discipline? Yes. So, I was thinking about discipline because I knew we were going to go into it this week. And for people... I think everyone knows what discipline is, but, you know, discipline is just having healthy habits that we are developing in our day-to-day life. And one thing that you mentioned even last time was that your inner child needed more play. My inner child definitely needs more discipline. It's like the opposite. Mm. So um, I noticed that, like, last week when we were getting ready for the, like, what we were going to start making our daily tasks on, that I was like... Okay, not just these daily tasks, but like, let me look at my life. And so last year in 2020, like, I was super disciplined. Like, my self-care was great. I was on top of the world. Like, even if people came to me with their problems, I'm like, we're living. It's all good. You know, like, I just felt really good last year in terms of the self-care that I had for myself. But as I've crept into 2021 and as regulations lifted, my self-care went down and the needs of other people kind of started to come up for me and I didn't know how to handle it because I was I no one needed me you know last year everyone was focused on themselves or you know just trying to get through it 
um, you know, COVID. So I think that this year, like this moment has been such a great time for me because I'm like, okay, wait. First, I just have to admit that it's not working. Like yeah. what I, even though I still meditate and I do certain things and I, I have that self-care in place, there's other things that need to go like mm-hmm. in terms of what I give to others. Mm-hmm. And so my first step has been acknowledging and then making like figuring out what I need for myself to create that discipline. But yeah, like I've, I've been coming into that and the mental resistance towards it because it's hard to you know having these new self-care and like habits in place and then to after having those in place um recognizing okay you have it but other people haven't experienced that new part of yourself that you've just come out of disciplining yourself on yeah Mm -hmm. so so did you feel like you had to re-discipline yourself I think I am redisciplining myself <laughs> because this isn't like, oh, you acknowledge it. Now all the work is done. It's like now I'm, I'm just trying to follow suit with myself and keep little tasks for myself mm-hmm. and start to make promises to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's going. I would say I will check up on that as, <laughs> right. as we continue with my discipline and creating right. those regulations for myself. It's an ongoing process. <laughs> but yeah. My question is, so what does discipline look like to you both? And what do you put in place to discipline yourself? So I definitely feel you on my inner child needed more discipline. For sure. And so it's so funny, though, because I'm kind of opposite from you Mm -hmm. in terms of how 2020 went. I overextended myself Mm -hmm. so much. And it was more so because I liked being alone. And so now someone's telling me I have to be alone. I didn't really appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So anytime any one of my friends were making plans, I would be, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, let's do that. I'm here for all of it. I don't want to miss anything. (laughs) And I was just getting further and further away from myself. Mm -hmm. So then 2021 comes around and... It was definitely already kind of in my head that I was spending too much time not with myself. Yeah. Uh, and then confirmations came as well that I was not spending <laughs> enough time with myself. <laughs> so it was um, really good to go through that and find out how I can discipline myself. So one of my ways that I've mentioned in a previous episode is reward after responsibility because I also identified that that was the way that me as a child got stuff done if Mm -hmm. I knew there was and even me as an adult there's a motivation behind it to do something and get something done and Mm -hmm. I gave myself that instant gratification a lot Mm -hmm. and way too often so discipline is Definitely. Something I'm still working on. (laughs) What about you, Tani? It's so so beautiful to see, you know, like you said, the opposite spectrums. Because I feel like I, from childhood, 
lived my life so disciplined, so structured and restricted <laughs> that it's like, you know, I'm on the opposite frame where it's like I have to remind myself like, okay, you can have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it so it's the I guess it's a part of discipline is balancing out discipline and fun for me now. Mm-hmm. Um learning how to bring in and balance the both of them. Um and for me, I feel like 20 Prior to 2020, I was already in, like, an isolation phase, you Mm -hmm. know? And because for myself, I know that I was being prepared to be called upon and to be used of service for 2020 and 2021. And so I had to really... I had all of my self-care and all of these boundaries and all of these habits in place, but it's different when they're in place with just you personally in isolation because now mm-hmm. they're they're not being tested. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then when it was time for me to really step out there and get into all of the things and all of my gifts and, and use them um, and really being, you know, called upon from other people, learning how to now utilize the things that I put in place for myself, those, those um, habits... And mixing that with people wanting me to pour into them. So Mm -hmm. it was a completely different space of just learning how to balance that and learning how to let that flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also like talking about, well, one thing that I did this past week in terms of discipline and coming off of reparenting when kind of has to do with the challenge, but not exactly with the challenge. But I had to ask myself, okay, so what does a good parent look like to me? Mm-hmm. and then be that person for myself yeah. and what what does that look like so as we were stemming off of it I was just like okay so I got a discipline so what kind of discipline <laughs> would I like as if I am parent like as if because I, I am parenting myself what kind of things would I like and you know having to figure it out so like some of the things that I actually wrote them down so <laughs> some of them that I wrote down was obviously dis- discipline but also like feeling safe within my discipline like not mm-hmm. doing it to the point where it fe- it doesn't feel good because yeah. if 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 it feels like a chore for me <laughs> I already know like I have ADHD also just want to put that out there not that that's an excuse but like I do have hyperactivity so if I feel like it's a chore it's like my brain's gonna just you know automatically go no no so I have to like do things that I like so one thing that I like is I like making checklists and like crossing them off Mm -hmm. so that's to me a good discipline Mm -hmm. um and then another thing that I wrote is a teacher so also like doing things that still is keeping me knowledgeable like reading a book or listening to a podcast because I recognized okay like that's an aspect to a parent that I would assume that they want to implement on me Mm -hmm. and then um I also wrote like validation of you know me pushing through my emotional frustrations because I've recognized also that like um that I don't necessarily talk to myself the best (laughs) so noticing that and then noticing that I have to even reparent myself in the way that I'm talking to myself because there's aspects to myself where yes I do talk well of myself when it comes to my confidence and things like that but when it comes to making a mistake I'm really hard on myself and not to go too much into last episode, but I did have to look at, like, okay, why, how did your parents, like, punish you, mm-hmm. or how did other people punish you, like, teachers, 
and then figure out why am I so hard on myself and why do I talk to myself the way I do and I, I've been able to like that I think that's a part of my discipline is yeah. actually noticing those factors too so. mm-hmm. yeah I think that's deep mm-hmm. yeah yeah I will say because I feel a lot of what you just said mm-hmm. and I what I started actually thanks to these challenges <laughs> what is something that I can add and or take away from my daily routine that will change where I am in so I like to do six months nine months year I try not to think too much about it uh, but just little little things so for example um I smoke and <laughs> and that was that was a, a huge attachment that I put a nice label on top of. You know, oh, I, I like it because it connects me to my inner self, which it does, which I will still like. Like I still appreciate that. <laughs> From it, but I would just continue to do it and do it and do it. And then one thing I was just like, okay, I'm just not gonna purchase anything of that nature for myself. Yeah. Because I'll still partake, but I know once I start having it, having it in the house, having it around me at any disposable moment, it's gonna get, you know, it's it's gonna happen. So. And I know I really needed to stop that because I I can't handle it like people around me can handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't put myself there because I'm just physically not there. And I started, you know, not getting my stuff done mm-hmm. in yeah. the sake of, you know, heal the inner child, self-care. So it's, it's certain things like certain things like that that I can just implement and also take away. Yeah, my discipline is definitely overspending. Um, like, I have a shopping addiction. I'll admit it. Like, uh, <laughs> I love online shopping, like, 150 things in my cart. Like, okay. And then not even buy it. Not buy it, but just look at all the things I, I want. Instead of, like, actually do... Like, you know how... Like, 150 things in my cart. Like, do you know how long that took me to do? <laughs> like, I should be getting paid for what? <laughs> you know how many things I could have done if I did look at 150 <laughs> things like, that I thought, like would look great on me like come on yeah so you know it's like actually noticing even they say like tiktok and instagram like for me that's not my thing i'm not into Mm -hmm. social media like that so that's Mm -hmm. not for me but noticing where what's really taking up our time and asking ourselves okay wait what's taking up your time where that discipline could have been used because i could have been you know going on my nature walk or you know doing something else the reason why I didn't overspend in 2020 was because I'm like, who cares what I look like? I'm in joggers. Like, <laughs> right. I'm everyone's home. in joggers. I'm not <laughs> like, I, right. did, I did not have not spending to. problems in, <laughs> in 2020 because who's going to see me? Like, mm-hmm. everyone's like rocking sweatpants. So, <laughs> right. you know, but now I'm back in civilization. I'm like, oh, my shoes, you know, <laughs> right. my clothes. So, Ooh. that's one thing that I, I definitely know that I need discipline on um, because I still, like I said, I've still been doing self care, like, for me, like my tarot and my uh, meditation and breath work and stuff like that, I've been doing that. But there's still things in place that just aren't working. Mm-hmm. So. so what are physical 
things, physical actions that you can take to help put that discipline in place. But I really like how you said, like, I, knowing what is your weaknesses, knowing mm-hmm. where I can't handle a temptation. So what mm-hmm. do you do? Because it's great to be like, I need discipline in this area. But what are the things that you put in place to help you to get to that? Well, like I said, me, so this week, like, I wrote each day what I was going to do. But I noticed, because, right, I started from last week. So we're not talking about <laughs> weeks of this. We're talking about one, like, honestly, not even a week. On the days that I was off, I was writing down what I wanted to do. And it was a total of, like, five or six things, which for some people that may still be really heavy, um, but because I do some of those practices already, it, it's it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so writing them out and then doing them and ch- like I, it's it's not anything but but doing it. Mm-hmm. But the but writing the checklist off, I don't know if that's a physical thing, but <laughs> writing it out, I yeah. then in my brain is like I'm gonna do it, and I do it in the first thing in the morning after a meditation or after working out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's just like. Even if I forgot about it because I talked on the phone with someone, it's still, like, there from the start of the day. So that's mm-hmm. one thing that I did. Now, what I noticed that I didn't do is I didn't do it on the days I worked. Mm-hmm. And those were the days where I felt it the worst. Like, mm-hmm. just drained. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing that I need to do is figure out um, how to do it on the days that I work. I mean, I still meditate on the days I work, but... Um, Honestly, I don't know because I f- also feel like there's just a part of yourself where it's like you don't want to overextend yourself and you're tired. Like I'm tired by 6 p.m. Yeah. There's only so much I do. So like when like just to give you a glance of what it looks like after work, I go to my nonna's and I eat dinner with her because that's what I do. I like doing that. And then after that, I go home and I either I'm going to do tarot or I'm going to do something like for the podcast or... I'm go- like that's what I did this week. I did things for the podcast, or I'm gonna like, and then by the end of the night, so it's one of those two things. And then after that, I'm gonna meditate five to ten minutes. Yeah. So I didn't write what I do, but I think moving forward, what I want to do is is write down even on the days where I work because it's yeah. mm-hmm. still doing it every day. So mm-hmm. that worked for me. I don't said. Oh, I mean, I usually write out for the week. Mm-hmm. So I'll, it's kind of, okay, let me just slow down my brain real quick. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the week, I look at what it is I need to get done, what it is that I would like to learn, and what it is that will motivate me to get these things done. Because like yeah. I said, reward after responsibility. So then I have to find something that... I can I I feel is a reward so for we'll say last week I wrote out you know how many hours I needed to work what days I need to work on the podcast and I could finish that what days I have off for me to schedule even times where I can have fun times where I can go out because well I need that for my reward I guess and also just my sanity with not being so disciplined before for me the quickest way to relapse is just going all the like finish line straight to the finish line all the things I need to do want to do and then I get burnt out and I'm overwhelmed and then I'm back in (laughs) but I need to fix this and that's just not good for me at all slow and steady wins the race (laughs) 
Yeah, so some, like, tangible things. For example, let's go with the shopping thing, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people that have that issue, they get tempted, and that comes into play by a lot of advertisements or a lot of emails. So it's like a lot of people can go in, and all of those emails that get sent to you from all the sites that you shop in, unsubscribe to them jokers so you're not getting this is the newest trend this is the sale for this week because once you see that then it's like i do like what that looks like let me go (laughs) you know like try to eliminate Mm -hmm. things that will pull you in like if i do certain things like if you don't want to drink and go out and do x y and z you know maybe you have to limit the time that you spend with people that you do those things with, mm-hmm. you know, just putting tangible things in place and knowing what's pulling you into that temptation of coming out of a balanced place for you, you know, and mm-hmm. knowing what that looks like. Yeah, I would even say that um, I didn't, I wouldn't say that it's like, uh, I, I haven't done it that way. It's just actually an auto response. Like I'm purposefully going on a site and I know I'm doing it. Um, and I know I'm doing it to escape something, but in the moment, it just feels like my natural response is to go onto whatever (laughs) site and like, I personally put the web browser in looking for it. It doesn't even appear on my phone. That's even worse. (laughs) I'm just like, I gotta go here. So (laughs) let's, let's talk about that then. And I'm, I'm bringing this up for an example of for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So think about when you're in those moments and this is for anyone in whatever thing that you're struggling with or that you don't want to do what are you what are the emotions that's coming up what are the triggers that you're feeling that prompted you to be like i need to go look at this site i need to go shopping i need to like relieve whatever this is so again like i do have the adhd so i think it's the idea of having all these tasks in my mind or all these things i have to do and all this amount of pressure on me to do it and um that that's the response like well i don't want to do any of that i just want to relax like it immediately like (laughs) you know because that hyperactivity in my mind like uh, so it, it needs that calmness so just being able to look at clothes and like haven't like visualized what I would look like in these clothes (laughs) makes me feel like you know good and I think that um also it was like in if I go like all the way back where that stemmed from because of my ADHD like I was pulled out of school a lot like from class like to be personally taught and just like people would just sit there and try to teach me but I couldn't like it just wasn't working So I would just feel defeated. Like, it's like they would pressure me so much to do something that it would do the opposite effect for me. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, it's like the amounts of pressure. And then I'm really critical of myself, of course. And so I just reverse, (laughs) I guess. So what would you say you could do in place of that? Well, acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Like, in the moment. Because... This week, I, I did start acknowledging it. I was like, okay, you know, like, this is not it. And then also, like, I feel like I've made a commitment to myself. I don't know how I'm going to keep it, <laughs> but stop buying online and buying in person. It's just hard because, like, I, it's hard. We'll see. But this week, friends, if I needed, if I really feel like I needed something, I went and went out to buy it. I didn't online shop for it. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah i did not buy over 10 things in a car you know i only bought one thing i needed yeah i did buy like my nephew a present but that wasn't for me so you know i don't count that 
So when I say what else could you do in place of that, so you said that you're looking for that relaxation. Mm-hmm. So instead of visualizing yourself in these different outfits or different products, what could you do to replace that and put you in a relaxed state? Because that's what you're ultimately yeah. seeking, right? Well, I know like I could say meditation, but the thing is I do meditation morning and night. So it's like that's already taking that. Like I've already done that in the day. Like usually that comes like that kind of feeling to like get on my phone comes at like once I'm once like I'm almost halfway done my day. Mm-hmm. So like that that usually doesn't come like the, of course like it's my start of my day. I'm getting ready. I'm going to do things, you know? Yeah. But then midway when I'm like, "Oh, I should do this tarot video." I'm like, Look, I worked out. You <laughs> ate well. You did all these things, Nina. You deserve that. <laughs> like, but it's still taking away my time. Mm-hmm. So I convinced myself that I could. I have this leisure. <laughs> I'm being honest. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. one of those things. If if you are the only reason that I'm going back and forth with yeah, it is yeah, because, yeah. you know, if you felt like it was an issue, but if you feel like, hey, I got this in balance now. I got this in check. Then yeah, we all deserve things that are a. a pleasure or guilty pleasure yeah so it comes like it doesn't come in in the time where i know i have to do all the work it's like somewhere in between almost finishing that work a lot like like i said like this week i feel like i did do a good job i'm not hard on myself about this week like i feel like i got a lot done that i planned in my mind to do yeah so i'm happy with it i just um yeah (laughs) i just am noticing Mm -hmm. my discipline and where it needs to fit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I will say I struggle a lot with, well, recently, with acclimating myself to new things in my schedule. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I it feels like I'll, until I am used to it, like, of course, I have it there, it's down and everything, but... I tend to only give, say, you know, 75%, mm-hmm. like, to each thing that I know I need to do. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, but I'm doing it. And, mm-hmm. you know, but then I feel like I check out in other areas mm-hmm. of my life. So just getting into balance with that, with change yeah. mm-hmm. and adapting to that, it's... It's a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense because we love our comfort. Like, yeah. even though, like, as, as human beings, we need change, we love our comfort mm-hmm. because we're trying to create safety for ourselves. Right. So, when I, yeah, it is it is hard to, like, get it into place. And then, but now that I'm so aware of it, it's almost like I get to, like, battle myself. Like, no, <laughs> you're going to do it. And I do because I'm like, if mm-hmm. not, then the auto response wins. And like my resistance wins and I'm like I'm not gonna let my resistance win amen yeah. resist the resistance <laughs> <laughs> another example I have is oh I love movies I love tv mm-hmm. shows I love watching it I will binge the yeah. mess out of especially if it's good <laughs> and I altered that in, okay, I'm only going, I I even took my TV out of my room. I was so proud of myself for that. (laughs) (laughs) And I told myself, well, you can do other things 
while enjoying a movie or while enjoying a TV show. So I would do my makeup while playing a movie, TV mm-hmm. show. I watch anime too, y'all. So <laughs> I would save, you know, the... So y'all know it's sub and dub anime. Sub is subtitles. <laughs> dub is English dubbed like on top of it uh, so okay. some animes are only in sub so you gotta you read mean. it it's yeah. in japanese and you have to read it so i would just save that for okay i'll watch one or two episodes two <laughs> three tops three tops they they 30 minutes it's <laughs> and then i'll get into my meditation and go to bed so that's how i kind of mm-hmm. altered that instead of just tossing my tv off my room and that'd be it like because i just would have brought it right back in two weeks later yeah yeah. no feel that yeah yeah so with discipline and going back into the topic of reparenting and bringing that together what it looks like when you are not intentionally reparenting yourself You know, it goes back to the archetypes that we talked about and being able to identify all of the places that you feel the void or wanting to get needs met. Mm -hmm. And so it's stepping into that place of if you're not meeting those needs and showing up for yourself, now you're looking for other people Mm -hmm. To fill those spaces for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we get into codependency. Mm -hmm. I am dependent on you to make me happy because I'm not making myself happy. Mm -hmm. And we can be dependent on a relationship, a parent, a friend, anyone. You know, and let's bring it from, if you've been following along with us, in my personal journey, I was dependent on mentors, Mm-hmm. And I was looking for them to give me that validation that I wasn't giving myself in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, a lot of people think codependency is just these romantic relationships, but it's really not. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. anywhere we place that mm-hmm. responsibility on another person to meet my need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was, I believe it was one that I've noticed that I am. And especially, like I said, coming back into 2021 more reassuring is definitely like rescuer like wanting people to need me and actually masking my own needs in the process and so that's what I that's where the discipline for me does need to come in because I'm Mm -hmm. even though I had discipline then now people need me again and I have to be selfish (laughs) and like you know so then I can be selfless to others because I feel like they go hand in hand actually Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm for me, def kind of you know already touched on this in, oops, sorry, <laughs> in last year how I would just be around all my friends all of the time. I was I was rarely home. She's the life of the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I say all the time, you know, I just wasn't. I saw it for what it was, but I kept making excuses in order to not call it a codependent thing that I was doing. So in showing up for people Mm -hmm. whenever they call, hanging out with people, you know, just to 
be that light to them because I'm going through a not great time. I really <laughs> should have been home. <laughs> yeah. But if I can, you know, if I can be that person that cares, if I can be there for them in that way, that listening ear, that mm-hmm. and especially in that time, a lot of people were feeling so alone. Yeah. And I was too, but I felt better by being there for other people to exactly. say that I did something or to say that I made a difference in someone's day or taught someone something. But it really was at the end at the core of it, it was a codependent thing that I was placing on my friends knowing but mm-hmm. not wanting to change. Not pointing it yeah. out. Yeah, and exactly not yeah. wanting to change. Like I had like I don't even know how to call it. Like, it wasn't even a blind eye. I turned a blind eye, I guess. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Like, I would never talk to myself about it. Yeah. Because why bring it up? We're, we're being good people. But... Exactly. I love the fact that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> because so many sh- people struggle with that aspect of like whether it's people pleasing whether it's the rescue Mm -hmm. any of those things and they don't recognize that it's codependency because they think i'm the one doing the thing for the other person this person that i'm doing the thing for is codependent on me i'm not codependent on them when in reality it's a two-way street it's a two-way street because Mm -hmm. if you ask yourself if i did not show up and do the thing for this other person are they going to treat me different or look at me different? Am I still going to get that good person <laughs> mentality? <laughs> and so we do things for other people sometimes out of mm-hmm. a place of it's going to make me feel like I'm a good person. Or on the other side of too, like if I don't show up and I don't do it, they're not going to place me in the same place in their mind. Mm-hmm. And also like mm-hmm. as we talk about like reparenting, it's all... It's hard to figure it out if it's how you saw your parents being. Like, my parents are very selfless to their own parents. Like, they did, like, they're taught at a very young age that you're going to handle all my responsibilities and then you're going to teach your kids to handle all your responsibilities. Yeah. And it's generational, like we were talking about before. So, it, it also stems from that, too, where it's like, it's hard for us to recognize it when it becomes how we believe who we are, which is. It's not who we are. It's just our habitual pattern. And it's hard to get out of that comfort yeah. of groupthink. Because that's yeah. what it is. It's groupthink. Like, you feel bad? I feel bad? Let's just all feel good. Like, exactly. you know? Like, that's exactly. all we want. Just exactly. a good time. <laughs> we just want a good time. And it's so crazy because in me doing that and being there for other people, just seeing how... I was, I wouldn't say that I was putting a responsibility mm-hmm. on these people that I was, you know, showing yeah. up for and doing things and, you know, just being there. Yeah. I, it was more so a validation mm-hmm. that I didn't know I was looking for at the time. Yeah. That I wasn't giving myself. Yeah, because yeah. we abandon ourselves to give yeah. it to others and, but like, like I said, we show that from, I think, our behavior of how we are raised. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's n- almost natural to us to do that. Mm-hmm. 
That was one of my biggest phrases that I learned in 2020. Because I know that my gifts have to do with serving people. Mm-hmm. So it was always that space when somebody came to me. I'm like, well, these are my gifts, so I should be doing them. Yeah. But understanding that it is not always my responsibility. Amen. It is not always my job to come in and save somebody else or fix somebody else. Mm-hmm. We can't do that for another mm-hmm. person. You know, we can mm-hmm. help guide someone and encourage them and all of those, equip them with the tools. But it's a fact. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. And it was so many times that it's like I wanted to overextend myself just because that's who I was in the past. And I mm-hmm. had to continue to replay in my mind, this is not my responsibility. And that is okay. Me not doing something for someone does not make me a bad person. I had to continually have that conversation in my head. I like that. I like that quote mm-hmm. a lot. It's not my responsibility at all. And, no, you know saying that and not allowing guilt to be tied to Mm -hmm. it that's a big thing that is a big thing i struggled i did struggle with guilt a lot especially in childhood Mm. especially i don't even know not at this moment but exactly where that came from i think i have an idea but we don't realize that we like to get our hands in the pot of other people's lives so often from mm-hmm. the place of wanting to help or whether it's from the codependency place or wherever. And we don't realize we're actually a lot of times hindering another person's journey or hindering another mm-hmm. person's walk because the thing that we are doing for them, now we've prolonged them from learning how to do it themselves. You know, yes. and that's not to say don't ever give or don't ever help. Right. But everything, yeah, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> everything is in balance, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to know, like, when is your time to, you know, step in? And when is your time to allow them to learn? It's, it's just like when you're teaching kids to walk or anything like that, you mm-hmm. know? If I continually hold you up while you're trying to walk, you're never going to learn how to do it on mm-hmm. your own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That is the truth. Okay. Emotional regulation. So let's get into that. Yes. So I'm curious. What are y'all's first thoughts about what emotional regulation is? Well, emotional regulation to me is checking in with myself and making sure I feel good. Like, I looked at this week, we'll just take it as the example, and I feel good about my week. I feel like I did what I can. Did I get everything? Pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, let me, let me die. Like, I, I did a lot. So I'm pretty proud of myself. But, you know, um, yeah, like, I journaled a lot this week, and I love writing out how I feel or, like, acknowledging new things about myself. Um, So I think for me, that's a huge factor in my own emotional regulation. But I think I've had to acknowledge a lot of it. So I think I'm in the acknowledgement factor. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest factors in it. Because I was, for now, I was listening to a podcast of a bunch of people, like, talking about, like, how their jobs are taking a hold of them or people are expecting too much of them. But I think, like, that first step, it's like, and then they're like, what do I do? And I'm I'm thinking, like, well, you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like we don't, 
we yeah. run the hamster wheel and we mm -hmm. create the cycle, mm -hmm. but we, I think we actually already know. So if I can just sit with myself and write it out or meditate on it and just like observe what's happening, then I've realized I'm starting to recognize I can figure it out myself. I don't need to tell everyone about my problem to figure it out. Yeah. And it was something that I recognized in a podcast where they were trying to get help. Mm -hmm. to, and then the, the hosts, all they did was say, acknowledge it. And I'm like, well, you probably could have done a little, said a little bit more about it. But <laughs> I think, yeah, the acknowledgement factor is a huge part of your emotional regulation mm -hmm. and doing it mm -hmm. weekly or daily, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, fits into your life. Because some people are parents. They can't do it. Maybe they don't have the time daily. You know, I don't know. But, like, however it fits into your life. Mm -hmm. What about you? So... My first thought, the first thing that comes to my mind is keeping things in balance, keeping things in check. And so for me, that looks like maybe doing a scan of my body and seeing what are the energies that I'm feeling mm -hmm. and how is that swaying me from one extreme to another mm -hmm. that I don't want to be in and how do I bring that back at all times to center, to balance you know, mm -hmm. and so that comes by way of like, is there something that I need to release? Is there something that I need to address? You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I thought of when I heard emotional regulation, I, of course, on balance, but you're obviously we're taking in mm -hmm. so much all the time, every day. Yeah. We're taking things in. So we need to release them just how your body your digestive system works you take it in and you release that if we're not releasing on a daily basis mm -hmm. that causes pent up exactly emotion exactly and that is in my opinion and in myself the quickest way to just retreat back to yeah. old habits and old behaviors so and also, I feel that too much of any emotion yeah. takes you know, over you. Mm -hmm. So you know, we all want to be happy, but we're not going to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm not learning my biggest life lessons from being happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be honest. It's, I don't know if that's just a me no, thing. No, that's definitely me right <laughs> like, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it was too much of anything is a bad thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we need to just always be in check of those emotions and balancing them out. And my, my next question mm -hmm. on that, this is going to be great. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I was on an emotional roller coaster between the last 48 hours up to today. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing the exercises, y'all. Like <laughs> I'm writing stuff down. I'm thinking back. I'm just like, why in the world is going on? Why can't I just let this go right now? Yeah. And then I remembered Every 28 days, a woman <laughs> has a spike in hormones. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you, like... Yeah, I feel that. Combat, not combat that, but just like, you know, like... 
Mm, we saw that because it's just that I can't control. Be nice to ourselves too. Like Mm -hmm. you know, you can you can try so hard to do this stuff, but if it's not working, I think we also need to take a breather and do something fun for ourselves that makes even maybe our inner child feel good so maybe it's watching raya and the magical dragon you know <laughs> maybe that would make you feel good like that makes you like that. i'm not feeling good i love putting on like one of my favorite like disney movies or a kid movie that just like brings me back to just like mm-hmm. and just cuddling with my dog like like that's a form of self-care too petting your own like animal or yeah. like you know figuring out something that can bring you joy in that moment because sometimes it's just like we actually need that break especially on our eve so <laughs> that's my little i don't know what tawny's gonna say but that's my note uh no i mean being prepared ahead of time as much as possible like <laughs> right we know that every month is about to get wild <laughs> right right i don't check I'm like, when it comes. <laughs> See, this is where the discipline needs to come into play. See, I like to know, like, all right, my emotions are about to be off the hook mm-hmm. on this week. So, like, I can, like I said, plan mm-hmm. ahead. Because I told you, my discipline is always on the go mm-hmm. forever. So, it's like, I know I'm going to do a whole lot of other working out super heavy the week before. Or, you know, yeah. something like that. So, so upset. <laughs> I did it. You know what happened? Not to, to butt in. I did the same thing the month before. I worked out for two days and then stopped completely for the whole month. <laughs> so this, this time I have to, like, give it, like, actually, like, do, like, at least go on a hike. But anyway, go back. I'm sorry, Tani. No, it's fine. So, you know, and I love what you said. It's, like, giving yourself that time, too, where it's, like, today I just need to relax. Like, I have to listen to my body. Um, and it's not, it's that balance of being in discipline and also knowing when your body needs a recharge mm-hmm. and needs that rest. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, like we said, there are four pillars in the reparenting umbrella. And we went through discipline and emotional regulation what that is what that looks like how we deal with it so we're gonna stop right there and in next episode we will go over the next two pillars which are joy and self-care so it's gonna be so much a little bit lighter Because I'm coming for some heads in my own, of course. I'll read myself. So what was the challenge from last week? Last week's challenge was a journal entry of at your pace, how many times a day you went to it, how many times a week you went to it. Totally up to you. You can keep that with you or you can share your experience because we really would love to hear from each of you (laughs) and to really find out what it is that your inner child wanted to say to you for so long and in that challenge my inner child was actually just like thank you (laughs) like I never said that but Thank you for doing this and getting these things done and getting me out of that situation. And mostly, thank you for acknowledging 
where we still were. Mm-hmm. And there's still a lot to get done, but it just seems like we're more in sync yeah. with in, in balance of mm-hmm. what needs to get done and how to tackle those things in discipline. <laughs> <laughs> what about y'all? Um, okay, so mine was, it took some time. Yeah. <laughs> because, so I had to keep going back to it. So maybe that's why my week was so good on meditating, because I wanted to, like, talk to my inner child and get yeah. into that state. Um, but at first it was just like, you know, it was just like giving me replays of the things I did as a kid in my, like, own individual way. Mm-hmm. And at first I wasn't, I wasn't really understanding. I was like, well, it's not really talking, it's just doing a bunch of things. And I'm just watching it. Um, And then I realized that it was just my own individuality that it wanted to showcase. And by Mm -hmm. the end of, like, this week, I got, you know, shine and be you. Like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Or if other people don't accept it, that's not your – that's not my problem. So it's acceptance. Mm -hmm. um, Kind of – because I I didn't get why I just kept getting images and not a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was even one time where it was just full-on crying. Yeah. It was just crying, crying, crying. And it's because, like, to me, like, one, I don't cry often. It's not, like, intentional. It's just not something that my, like, mm-hmm. I can proactively do <laughs> or produce. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was a visual of my inner child crying and, like, just having to sit with it and being like, you're allowed to cry. Yeah. Because to me, it, it's not mm-hmm. that my parents never told me to cry. It's just when I would cry I would be locked in my room like because I said like that was my form of punishment so I like would freak out because I didn't want to be locked in my room and I would have to get so upset to the point where I would cry myself to sleep so and then I realized like I always thought crying was like a really bad thing to do and it was actually over deep frustration that I I didn't know where to place my anger Mm -hmm. or my frustration so it would just come out in tears so it was kind of it's just it's more of like an acknowledgement piece this week it didn't really say much other than the fact about it was more of a visual effect than it was a talk that's for me yeah yeah Yeah. and that's nice that you could take that away yeah from that Mm -hmm. because even in the beginning stages of my journey, I would get something like that. A as lot of well. visuals? Yeah. Okay. Of a lot of action and everything. I would, you know, come out of that and just be like, all right, because you don't want to talk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but so I love that. I love that you were able to pick that up and figure out what it all meant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was through like, it, the way it went was, meditate talk like trying to talk or trying to get into a form of meta like visualization to then prompt into journal prompting like right after because i kind of knew i was tapping out after a certain point and i don't think like yes you can push your meditations if you choose but for me and my adhd there's only so far i can go before we're not even there anymore yeah. so you took your own advice yeah from last episode right i premeditated on it <laughs> no just kidding i'm joking um but yeah so i like just had to take my time with it and pace myself um and so the meditation prompted the journal responses so that's how i did it what about you tony i would say that i'm in this space of you know i i do things in levels right and now I'm in another next level of not suppressing my full expression of self. 
mm-hmm. and that's showing up in different ways. And so, you know, whether that is really owning at another level, the next level for myself of who I am and knowing, like, I feel like my inner child was like, you know, you've been different all along. And now it's like stepping into that in the next space. Like, okay, now own that and fully express that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've been doing a great job, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> so, this episode's challenge. Does anyone else want to say? You want me to say it? I can say it. Okay. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> so, the challenge for this week is another journal prompting yay (laughs) i have pretty handwriting so i love writing (laughs) i mean i don't according to sydney Um, but i still like writing (laughs) just kidding i do have bad handwriting i'm I'm a lefty (laughs) so taking some time to really be intentional and sit with yourself because there's so much that we can hold on to all the way from childhood or it could be something more recent and a big thing that we like to hold on to is unforgiveness Mm -hmm. and thinking about a time or a space that you may be walking in unforgiveness and that could be blocking you or limiting you from different areas and thinking about who you need to forgive that could be somebody else or it could even be yourself. And so mm-hmm. really writing that down of how maybe that is affecting you and then writing out a forgiveness letter to this person or to yourself. And it, you know, not to say that you're giving it to them, but this is really just for your own uh, expression. Mm-hmm. Read it back to yourself however many times. Put it away to read back to yourself at a later date read it aloud do a different person every day it's it's all in how much you want to heal and grow i'll leave that there (laughs) anything else y'all want to add talk about i'm good awesome thank (laughs) y'all for tuning in to another episode dang You can put that on your list. Right. 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 Wait for my forgiveness letter, Nina. (laughs) (laughs) Like, share, subscribe, leave us a rating on your preferred listening platform. Mm -hmm. We love to hear from you. We love the responses that we've gotten so far. Thank you all so, so much. It means so much to us. And we will see you next time. Bye, loves. Bye, guys. If you would like to check out this episode unrated and unedited, it is available on YouTube. All you have to do is click the link in the description below. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. Also, turn on the notifications. That way you know when we post our next episode. See you there.